0: our first episode yay Woo! hi Whitney hey Alicia
1: how are you great good I'm so excited to do this me too and we've got a full bottle of wine we do I needed confidence I needed to calm down there's a mic in my face I'm not used to this but we are so excited to do this we've been wanting to do this for like what a couple weeks now yes yeah and we're just ready to get this going Um, we don't really have a service industry podcast that's like this. And we just thought, hey, we're in the service industry.
0: Yeah, and there's not a podcast that's hosted by women. So we're one of the first. Why not? Why not?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so what, Winnie, what is this podcast going to be about? Tell everybody what we're trying
0: to do here. So we basically want to have a podcast just explaining what the service industry is. Um, There's a bunch of different aspects of it. I actually did some research recently, just looking up definitions of what the service industry and hospitality industry is. And I actually never even thought about, you know, an elevator worker, a sex worker, um, an Uber driver, people like that are service industry workers. Cause most of the time when I hear that, I think of a server at right, a restaurant
1: right for sure and not that we're sex workers or anything <laughs> no but we have been working in the industry for quite some time how long have you been working in the industry gosh about 10 years now i feel like i know i feel like i've been working in the industry for literally a freaking lifetime which is fine because i love working in this industry i think it is absolutely amazing i get to meet new people every single day oh yeah I've
0: met so many great people like people that have
1: been in my life for years I know it's so awesome and you just it's just like a different change of pace like you're not sitting in office on your computer all day you're actually out there you're talking to people and you're doing pretty well you know working five hours
0: a day you Mm -hmm. know so and you're able to go on vacation I've been able to go on vacation quite a bit because I'll just pick up shifts yeah yeah make some bank, and
1: then take a week or two off of work. Whitney's the traveler of the bunch. That is for sure. She's been all over the place, which is awesome. And we definitely want to hear about you. So tell us, Whitney. What's up?
0: So I've done quite a bit in the hospitality industry more so. Um, I worked for a ski resort recently out in Utah. Right now, I'm, again, working at a hotel Um, which is nice I like the aspect of just making people feel comfortable um, if someone needs just some Starbucks to complete their day or just whatever I just like the hotel industry because you're literally just making people comfortable
1: right for sure and that's what I feel like like I'm not so much working in the industry anymore Um, I was working in it for literally forever and Decided that I needed kind of more of a nine to five because I have a kid now. So that really changed everything for me. But I do work in the service industry on the weekends. And it's super nice because, like I said, it's definitely a change of scenery. And I love, uh, you know, all your friends. All my friends work in the service industry. And that's why we want to talk to you guys because – we all know we all get it like we're all family
0: yeah and that's what too we want this podcast to be a community thing we want everyone's feedback reviews input your
1: stories we just want this to be a community thing absolutely like we definitely want to hear all these insane stories I mean there's also you know there's always going to be those bad stories but there's also going to be those like super freaking awesome stories yeah so- like the
0: time where I had a table um, when I worked out in Utah one of my tables invited me to go to Maui with them so a week later I what? went to Maui
1: <laughs> and- you just went to Maui with your table That's I did. Awesome. yeah
0: and we drove around in a little camper van and just Explore the island.
1: That's why you need to get good with your regulars, you guys. Seriously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we be going to Maui. Just kidding. <laughs> all right. So first thing that we're gonna talk about today is like why you work in the industry. And we're definitely gonna hear we wanna hear all your stories. We wanna know why you work in the industry. You serve people, you get less than three dollars an hour and you hope for fifteen
2: percent tips.
3: I think of not getting home from work until twelve fifteen.
2: 15. Uh, honestly, to me, the service industry is about people. And all the people I know that work in the service industry are super creative, loving, generous, kind. I don't know. I think of uh, the best of mankind.
0: Why do you work in the service industry?
2: I work in the service industry out of necessity because... I was fired from a mechanic job, out of a whim, and was desperate for a job. I thought I never would, but needed to make some money, and a friend of mine offered me a position at, well, at Mirchelm, worked there for quite a long time, and realized i loved it but i hated it at the same time so i worked i got hired at after that i fell in love with the brewery and it kind of became a family so after that it kind of just stuck
0: so why do you work in the service industry it's all
3: about the the bitches
0: and the beers So why do you work in the service industry?
2: I started in the service industry because I grew up very poor. I wanted money to hang out with my friends. Um, I wanted to party. I wanted to do the things they did, but I didn't have that available to me. Well, my mother was probably smart to not make that available to me as well. Um, I ended up getting a job, made my way back to the kitchen, and sort of fell in love with it. I loved the drug culture. I loved the fast-paced nature of it. I loved the hours. You know, I was getting off work at 11 p.m. midnight. Uh, the night was my oyster, so to speak.
1: So you were getting drunk. Yeah. Among, no, I mean, we, we've all been there. Among <laughs> among, other,
2: among other things, yeah.
0: Well, and our bars here are open until 4 a.m., so when okay. you get off which at is, midnight, it's perfect. And yes. there's a bunch of restaurants here that have the service or the industry nights.
2: Exactly. Um, from there, I just sort of fell in love with it, and I never left.
0: Do you have a story of one of your worst experiences with a manager? Because I know sometimes my personal experience in the service industry, owners don't work well with the managers or just the turnover rate's pretty high in the service industry anyway.
2: I think I've always sort of been the manager. Um, I was thrust into management at a pretty early age. Um, I think 20 years old I was running my first kitchen. So I've never really had too many run-ins with managers because I was usually that. But I have seen some shit. Um, I saw the owner of a restaurant I work at punch a dishwasher in the face, uh, which was pretty intense. Um, That was about two hours after there was a knife and bucket fight outside of the restaurant. And the guy with the bucket won, by the way. (laughs) Um, No, this, this restaurant owner punched the dishwasher in the face because the dishwasher hit him with a pan. While he was talking to a customer, um, I think the industry is just is just rife with that kind of behavior, um, which is why I was initially attracted to it. But um, you know, you don't see that in an office setting too often.
1: And we said that earlier. Like it's completely different, right?
2: Oh yeah, it's way different it's than working so a nine to five different. desk job.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, that was awesome. I mean, it's just it's just real life stuff. It's just. What happens these days? What, you know, in the industry, it's just the common. You're getting hit with a freaking pan. Stopped with or. a knife. <laughs> yeah.
2: I had the, the first chef that I worked for, I said something smart to him, as I will do, and he picked up a knife and acted as though he was going to throw it at me, and I looked at him like he wasn't going to do it, so he did it. And it came probably about four inches from my head and stuck straight into the wall. Um, that... that era of chefs is dying though the, the Gordon Ramsay Sir Screamalots um, that's slowly on its way out it's being replaced by more uh, not necessarily coddling but treating people with respect which was never the situation in the restaurant industry before um, but as it's becoming more prevalent as social media takes hold, all of that um, it's becoming more and more important to avoid that lawsuit to respect the people who make you money
1: right i agree yeah and social media is just changing everything like you can't get away with anything anymore
0: oh yeah yeah. and yeah i feel like when i first started in the service industry like the head chefs the owners the whole kitchen was in the back getting drunk the whole time Mm -hmm. and i feel like now it's more of a team effort where everyone's like we want this to be a, a success like we want this to work we want our plates to be artistic we want an appeal to this we want people to come in and love it right so it's, people are just respecting everything more
2: i think especially in the city of louisville where it's so cutthroat we have uh, eleven thousand restaurants or 1100 le- restaurants in this city that's one for every 500 and something people it's very cutthroat restaurants don't make it longer than a year two years you know if you make it three years you're killing it um, so now more than ever is the time to take it more seriously. People aren't just <clears throat> people aren't just walking through that door just because you're open and you have food. That's not the case anymore. They want quality. They want it quickly. They want it to be treated nicely. They don't always want to be doted on. Um, you know, there's a place for Corbett's and Ward 426 and all those, Ceviche, all those amazing restaurants in the city, but um, it's not... That's not for everybody, you know, so you have to you have to find your niche and you have to fit in. And if you don't treat your employees right and if your employees don't take it seriously, your restaurant's not going to make it long.
0: Agreed.
1: Well, thank you so much for talking to us. You're welcome. So I really liked what he said about the social media stuff. And I definitely want to like touch point on that later on. And that's probably a really broad subject, because like I said, like you can't you can't get any you can't get away with anything oh
0: no you do something wrong and it's posted on facebook instagram snapchat twitter literally everything and then it gets shared by 10 million
1: people yeah for sure and that's it's terrifying for like restaurants and servers out there and kitchen people of course like anything it's just it's out there and it's it's so easy would just like a click off your phone it's insane but we have another interview that we're going to do, um, and we're really excited about it. And we want to hear maybe another perspective on working in the industry. So can you please tell me what makes you want to work in the industry?
3: I hate my job.
1: He hates his job like everyone else. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why do you hate your job?
3: I work in... um. IT, I'm like the help desk side, so I'm the guy you call when you trip over your mouse and unplug it and go crying for help. I'm the guy who comes out of the closet to plug it back in for you.
1: <laughs> so so you're the guy that's I'm calling and saying, hey, you know, so-and-so's not working, and you ask me, have you turned it off and waited five seconds and turned it back on? And usually it works.
3: That's me. But here's the here's the catch, though, is that I work in a factory. So there are no phone calls. I have to go running across a factory the size of a football field to unplug it and plug it back in for you. You're joking. No.
1: So, OK, I'm actually. I don't even get a
3: fucking golf cart.
1: You have to. So how much, how much weight have you lost in like, I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> well, I, work as, I have a second job. My second job is working in a restaurant, and I don't mind that because well, I work in the kitchen of a restaurant and everything's so immediate. Hey, mop the floor. Okay, I mop the floor. It's done. Right. Hey, drop the fries. No problem. Drop the fries. They're done. It's okay. That I don't mind, but this bullshit I do eight hours a day when I re- wake up in the morning can't fucking stand it
1: so why do you keep doing it though money and and that's really the sole purpose of a job i get it and and like i was saying earlier i mean i just i work in the service industry for money
3: i mean i got into working it because i'm too much of an asshole to ask can i help you directly yeah. I need like some type of ticketing system to do it for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so when
1: so when I'm on the other other fo- uh, other side of the phone, I always think those eat eat. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Those IT guys are so smart. <coughs> Literally, I think that you guys can fix everything. All I have to do is pick up my phone and wrong. call them, and it is fixed. Wrong. It's it's wrong. <laughs> let me let me tell you
3: something. Let me tell you something. Uh, while we're giving out the secrets of the way the world really works um we are we are your designated googlers
1: I like google
3: Yeah I google So everything. when you call when you call us we just google it for you
1: You're joking Nope And there you have it you guys <laughs> Seriously like everybody's different you know everybody in the service industry you, you just have different Obviously certifications or qualities or you can just fucking Google it. Just fucking Google what you need to work in the service industry. <laughs> I,
3: I have to get this off my chest. I'm Please,
1: sorry. no, it's fine. I'm sorry. Get it off your chest. I'm this sorry. is what we're here for, you guys. We're here for you.
3: This is the this is the absurdity of my world. Okay. Just just so you, you, you understand totality of it, right? It so feels good to get it off your chest. It, it it does. I've had no one to talk to all day. So uh I get an email that says the two printers are down on the other end of the factory. And I'm like, all right, well, problem with that is I don't have any printers to replace them with. I don't hold printers. I don't have like a warehouse full of printers. So uh, I guess you guys can let me know when you order a couple and I'll put them in. So they say, well, uh, it should just be a couple of, uh, you know, toner kits or something. So... Go to the other end of the campus. I work in a five uh, five factory thing. So I'm in building five. Go to building one. Go get the two toners. Bring them back. Okay. So that's a 15-minute walk from where they were at to my car. Then drive the car across the campus 15 minutes to go get the toners 15 minutes back. Then my car, then 15 minutes to where I was at. So I feel like they're, your they're, whole day is just they're like, like, they're like, where? They're like, what took you so long? Are you serious? Right. Are, you, are you really having this conversation with me right now? Get out of my way. Let me put the toners in. But what they didn't do is they didn't tell me which printers were the priority. One was actually broken, and the other one was just kind of broke. So I'm putting them in, and this woman comes running up behind me. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm fixing the printers. No, 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 no. That's not the one. That's not the one. When I came over here after walking three miles with these toners, they pointed at that one. They were like, well, that's not it. Well, okay, I'll tell you what. And that's what I said to her verbatim. I was like, I'll tell you what. Here's your here's your options. See, the fact, that this printer's already halfway torn apart. You can either wait while I put it back together, wait while I fix it, or wait. Well, you run and tell somebody how bad of a job I'm doing. Either way, you're going to wait, you're going to wait, or you're going to wait. Which one are you going to do?
1: I mean,
3: she's she's, she's mad. Like, her face yeah. is red. And I'm like, why you think about that, do me a favor and step three paces back. I need my room. Thank you. Is this guy serious? Is he a joke? Did you just call me a joke? Okay, that's a real good way of going about this. Piss me off so that it takes longer. You're real good at this whole managing people thing, aren't you? Oh, she's mad. She's ballistic. She goes stomping off somewhere. And I'm like, oh, that's how you get rid of them. It's cool. So I get to fixing one of them. I go to the other one. The other one's still broke. Nothing. You just can't do anything about it. So they're like, all right, you got to go and just get a whole nother printer from building one. Okay, all right, that's fine. So got to go back, get my car, go over to building one, ask for a go-kart so I can pick up the printer, go across building one, get the the printer, put it in the go-kart, drive the go-kart across the building five, drop off the printer, drive the go-kart back to one, get back in my car, take my car back to five, go back and fix the printer.
2: That's an eight-hour day.
3: It was an eight-hour day. I,
1: I feel like your whole day is like running around.
3: Yeah. It sucks so bad. I want to <laughs> kick this. I, I hate my job so much. I want to just work my kitchen job.
1: Like, and what's it, so good do. about working in the kitchen job? Is it just because it's it's kind of mindless? Uh,
3: no, it's not mindless. Well, like, I I'm, mean, like you
1: have a strict. You just have you have these things to do, yes. and you know exactly what to do. Yeah, yeah I get. It. I got A, B, yeah.
3: C, and maybe D.
1: Yeah, and that's a wrap. For sure.
3: And everybody there is, like, around my age. It's routine. And, you know, it's kind of routine. And Mm -hmm. we can clown, no matter how busy we're getting. Everybody knows we're going to get drunk after, so it's cool. (laughs) Yeah, You know, like, (laughs) but my day job, I fucking hate it. Does anybody want a job? Take mine. Okay, get me fired. Because this is the cool thing. They fired a guy, like, two months ago. And I come to find out that when you get fired, you get eight weeks paid. I want to get fired so fucking (laughs) (laughs) So <laughs> i'm like i'm like cussing people out just like, go to info at com
1: yeah, yeah. and let me know yeah. if you guys want this awesome it job because yeah. it sounds like you're just gonna be running your ass around all
3: yeah days. yeah go apply for it tell them you're a better candidate than me i'll give you my name they'll fire me i'll get a vacation find another job and everything will be peachy
1: and then everything will be peachy well thank you so much for letting us That's how how millennials support each other. You love your job. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that. I'm going to
3: go get drunk.
0: So that's another example of the service industry that kind of goes back to our point of how when most people hear about the service industry, they think of a server. But the service industry basically is someone that provides a service and they're not physically giving you a product. Um, I actually went online and looked up the definition of the service industry, and it said that it's an industry in that part of the economy that creates services rather than tangible objects. So like flight attendants, elevator operators, sex workers, Uber drivers, etc. And then I looked up the hospitality industry, which is a field within the service industry that includes lodging, event planning, theme parks, transportation, cruise lines, et cetera, which when I looked up the definitions, every website had something different. Like there's no set definition, but I feel like today in this world, we think of service industry as servers, hospitality as more as the hotel
1: industry. I think of, I think of working in the restaurant like if I'm immediately thinking about it, that's the first thing I go to. It's it's so much more than that. And we're definitely going to learn that like a lot of different people in this podcast. And which is so awesome. Right. Like, oh, yeah. I think it's so great. We're just going to hear from either like from like what when said just like from so many different aspects, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. And I'm really really excited okay so we just really wanted to thank you guys for listening to our first episode and it's only gonna get better we understand and we want we want these stories to be out there not just because we need a vent and and it feels good like I said it feels good to get stuff off your chest and and we want to hear from you if you think that you have just a story that we need to just pull you in here. We want to hear it. And you need to go to our Facebook and like our page, Gratuity Not Included, or go to gratuitypod.com and check us out. And we will. We want to hear from you. That's like the big part of this, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Hit us up on Instagram, at gratuitypod. We're on Twitter,
0: at Pod. We didn't want to put a bunch of letters in there, guys. So we're I trying know. to make this easy for you. We're
1: lazy. <laughs> <laughs> we we really do want to hear from you guys, and and the more and it, it's going to come more from just the service industry community to get this podcast going. Like we can't just tell you all the stuff that we've done. That's boring. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're gonna hear it, <laughs> but we want we want you guys to be included on in all this stuff, and that's just what's most important to us. And i can't wait i can't wait to hear some stuff it's gonna be interesting oh it's gonna be good (laughs) real good yes well thank you again you guys and we hope you love the podcast and we are definitely gonna get this podcast out on as many places we can like itunes stitcher soundcloud SoundCloud. thank you Thanks. Thanks.
0: love you